you are the podcast master. You didn't know you were supposed to take two a day? No, and I've only been taking one. I take one in the morning. Like It says serving size two capsules. Yeah, so I take one in the morning um, with my multivitamin, and I take another one like one o'clock in the afternoon, 12.30, one o'clock. Hmm. So, yeah, talking about Mountain Ops Blaze, by the way. Um, Do you think my gum will be really annoying? No, I don't think. I think it'll be fine. Okay, because I chew you like a annoying? cow. What? B.O. Oh, God. Are we doing yeah, this? Yeah. By the way, I hit record, okay. so we've started. Um, <laughs> okay. About halfway through the how much Mountain Ops Blaze do you take? Uh, okay. B.O. Well, is annoying. What is? B.O. Like body odor? I I was like, whoa, okay. Really? I've never had veal. I don't even <laughs> you know. You have it? No, I don't even know what veal is, really. Isn't it, baby? No. What? I don't know. I do know that Hold I've on. never smelled. Look it up. I want to know who you've been hanging out with because you said uh, <laughs> <laughs> you smelled onions, and then you you did the whole superstar. Uh, what was armpit it? check? Yeah, the whole armpit check. Yeah, because bo smells like onions sometimes. No, was, it does not. Yeah, it does. So I was really afraid that that was me, but it was the onions from the like subway that might sandwich. Be the, the, the most critical question that comes out of this podcast is how many people believe that bo smells like onion? Because that's that's a new one to me. I've never, yeah. What? What do you mean? You act so surprised, like it's a big deal. No, because it like is like a thing. It's do you not, not a thing. know. It's absolutely not a thing. Hey, by the way, this podcast yeah. being brought to you by. Uh, my favorite gym in the entire world, WestFit, out of Nowhat, Oklahoma. That's right, WestFit, proud partner of the Matt West Now podcast. It's funny because we've never, ever done anything like that. But um, shout out to people that have continued to order from the website and ordered WestFit merchandise. Even though the gym has been on lockdown, it's been a private gym like it was in the beginning. Um, but for the people that have continued to order and, uh, especially the people that helped with the fundraiser to try to raise some money for charity, um, which is still up by the way. So if you want yeah, just a special, um, Westfit shirt, go to the Westfit Instagram or the Facebook, Facebook page, page. Yep. click on the link. It'll take you to like a separate standalone mm-hmm small business and you will um pick the size of shirt you want and you get like an all gray it's actually really cool i can't wait to get ours yeah i was gonna say we've never even seen them um in real life yeah we've had a couple of people that have ordered them and then posted on social media and and so excuse me shout out to those people that have done that Mm -hmm. um they look really cool i it's a it's a local business here um some friends of ours and they put it up, and they were doing it for all the people in the community, all the local businesses in the community, and they were keeping half the proceeds, and and uh, half the money was going to that particular business. business. And when we did it, we decided, you know what, we would take our half and and uh, try to find somebody less fortunate or a charity to give back to. So makes everybody feel good, and uh, it, it helps out that other small business. So, um, again, you can find all of that online on all of the gym's social media pages at WestFit OK. Pretty sure it's at WestFit OK on Instagram and Facebook, I believe. Yeah. You, well, you said that with a little question. <laughs> well, um, I don't really know. Bottom line, you can go to WestFitGym.com. I know that. And uh, 
Yeah, at West Fit OK on social media. That's the gym, Bam. Instagram, and Facebook. So do we need to do that again? At West Fit OK for everybody that has uh, become a new listener to the podcast. That is uh, my favorite gym in the entire world, and it's going to open back up May 1st. That's exciting. The fact that the world is getting back to some sort of uh, regularity, I guess you could say. Normalcy. Yeah. Um, gym. Yeah, and that's just a couple of days away, and we've got some work to do. Mm. Yeah, but I think we've done uh, pretty good with our time at home. I think we've spent a lot of time doing things that we would not normally get to do. Yeah, there's a lot of work that needs to be done. There's always a lot of work that needs to be done. And if we were 10 years into our relationship, we probably would have spent more time. Honestly, we would have spent more time painting and working on little odds and ends. But I think we've been very, very... um, smart with the use of our our free time why do you say if we were 10 years into it because think about it and people it's funny because when we do these kind of quote unquote and and that's not what this is by any stretch of the imagination but when we do these podcasts you and i and um by the way for people that haven't figured it out uh i'm matt that's megan she's otherwise known as the thing if you go back to the earlier episodes of of the podcast but um Every time we do one of these together, we get such a good response back, and it's like we never, ever in a million years thought we would do anything kind of relationship-based podcasts, but we've done a handful that, I don't know, I guess could kind of, you could say they kind of turned out that way, and they always get super positive feedback, so here we are. Here we are. Where, where so, the hell did all that come from? I don't well, even know you why. You said I, oh. if we were 10 years into our relationship, we Shocker, would have done Shocker, I got things, ADD and went <laughs> we down would have a different rabbit hole. I will keep you in line. Yeah, so I think we I think we uh, used our time well in the sense that we didn't freak out and start going and doing those things. Those people that have been watching us on Instagram live every night um, during the week, they know that it's kind of been a thing where we just take a walk every night. Like you, me. The dogs, the horse, we just go for a walk through the pasture. (laughs) Yeah. But, you know, uh, another crazy thing that's happened during this whole quarantine thing is is you had a birthday. Mm -hmm. Happy birthday publicly, by the way. Thank you. And somewhere other than Instagram. (laughs) I really had these really in-depth plans to take you out to this really fancy date I had planned for, I mean, for a long time. And Mm -hmm. you can blame the coronavirus for... Well, not okay. getting a fancy gift then or a big just date. Go ahead and thrill me with giving me all the details of what it would have been. Well, I I don't want to do that just in case. Like uh-huh. maybe I use that for next year. That's not it, fair. What do you mean it's not fair? Because that was this year's. So you I need know, to but just it was tell su- me it what was it was. Such a good plan that I I hate to just use it. Let's hear it. I hate to not give use me a little it. hint. Um, it was on your birthday. Okay. Which was during all this coronavirus uh-huh. quarantine. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and and it was very similar to the plan I had for uh, another milestone, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. I want to go back. Bo smelling like onions. What you? you I swear. You like looked like, at your phone like you Googled something. No, and, I Googled like, Bo yeah. because I'm like I know what I'm talking about. First of all, Bo and onions smell similar. Like they have that similar smell. Like and all bullshit. No, put it on your Instagram right now and do a poll I'd right now. <laughs> right now because I'm right. Okay, I'm gonna. I'll do it. Okay. And um, I want the results tonight on your live. <laughs> Deal. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so I had Subway and I like red onions. And so I always get onions on my sandwich. And I was sitting here touching my face like I always do, even though, you know, they scream at you not to do that. And I smelled onions and I was like, oh my gosh, is that B.O.? Like, what is that smell? And I realized it was my hands. And so I went and washed my hands again. Okay. That was a riveting story. <laughs> you asked for it. I know. I know. What are you uh, doing? Did you put it on your Instagram? No, I didn't. Um, it, it's <laughs> funny you know because right. we had just left Subway, and you were like, "Yeah, I'll take a little bit of jalapenos." And the la- I've never seen anybody in my life. She should have got a shovel. Oh really. my god! <laughs> she like threw down like the whole the thing. Jalape- yeah, yeah. I, I'm like, oh, I'll, I guess I'll have some turkey with my jalapeno sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> hey, another thing that we have uh, utilized our time for lately is well, and I say us. Uh, yeah, both of us, but you more so than me, and that is uh, online shopping. We've done a lot of online shopping. We've had a lot of Amazon boxes show up at the house, Wait. some that I knew were coming, some that I did not, and I bring all that up to tell you about our friends at WSM Auctioneers, who now have an online auction. Make sure you check them out. Their auctions are typically held the second Saturday of every month, and uh, they're out in Phoenix, Arizona. But here's what I want you to do. I want you to log on to WSMauctioneers.com and uh, find out what they're doing, because you can literally buy some really, really awesome items from wherever you are in the world and um it's not like one of those hokey little you're gonna buy a sword type auctions you're, you're gonna find a lot of really really cool stuff and uh if nothing else uh go over to instagram check them out wsm underscore auctioneers that's at wsm underscore auctioneers on instagram uh really really good people out in arizona that are, um, you know, just like everybody else, they're they're trying to find ways through all of this nonsense. Getting yeah, getting creative. So now their auctions are online, which and- I think is awesome because so many more people can. You absolutely know, be a part of it and bid and see what's going on because now <laughs> I can go to auctions all over. Oh yay! <laughs> oh don't oh yay! We went to an auction a couple weeks ago here close to home, and who came home with dumb purchases? I I didn't. Yes, you did. I bought great merchandise. <laughs> no, you bought a sword that. Where's it at right now, Matt? It's in the house. Where? In Delaware, where? in the house. No, where at? It in the doesn't. House. It's it's. Well, I'm trying to make a really good spot over the fireplace for it. So because you came home. Showed it off for so like happy two birthday. seconds. That was part <laughs> of the gone. gift. Was this I have amazing taken sword. care of it. That's roommate Dave's fault. He got drunk one night and bought a <laughs> sword that he thought was uh, Lord of the Rings. No, I don't know. What was the other show? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. He thought it was Game of Thrones. He, he got really hammered one weekend while we were gone, and uh, he started watching Game of Thrones, and so he got on Amazon and bought a sword, and apparently somebody told him it was a... Uh, Lord of the Rings sword, I guess, instead of Game of Thrones. He was. So I don't pissed. know, but I think what did Dave buy on Amazon Prime should be a weekly thing. Because oh, what did we come home to the other day? He bought eighty rolls of toilet paper. Okay, but <laughs> <laughs> to be clear, he's not a ho- toilet paper hoarder of any kind. He was just thinking like, "Oh, I'll be better. I won't go to the store." And he says that when he was looking for the 
for the toilet paper online, he thought they were tiny little rolls because it was a box and it was 50 bucks. And he's like, okay, you know, whatever. Drunk, probably, because who spends 50 bucks on toilet paper? But It's amazing. It's a great <laughs> he, purchase. He came home to a box that the UPS driver couldn't even carry out the truck because it was so heavy because he had 80 rolls of toilet paper and and i don't know if you've ever put 80 rolls of toilet paper in the same place and try to put them in a box but if you get bored during all this just look and see what 80 rolls of toilet paper looks like he made it to the back of his jeep he drives a jeep and left it in the back of his jeep because he's like it's too heavy to move so Every once in a while, he rolls out to the back of his Jeep and grabs some toilet paper and some beer that's back there because he keeps his warm beer back there, too. And, <laughs> and yeah, I mean... Stouts. Yeah. Keeps warm stouts. Ugh. Warm stouts, toilet paper, and what was the other thing that was in there the other day? He's going to be so mad. He doesn't listen to this. No, he doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't care. No. Um, there was something else back there. I'm going to have to go home and break into his Jeep and see what it was, but... I don't remember. Very interesting things he keeps in the back of his Jeep. Yeah. But um, I guess at least he doesn't smell like onions. Well, that we know of. I don't, we don't usually get that close to him. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Uh, Another cool thing that's happened during the quarantine. I think the world is starting to realize that MJ is the goat. Michael Jordan's the greatest of all time. Yeah. That show like is really good. I'm enamored with this new docu-series called is it the last Last dance Dance. Mm -hmm. yeah so everybody that was caught up on tiger king i'm far more enthralled as as intriguing as tiger king was i'm absolutely just like i'm i'm hanging on i'm ready for the next episode yeah but don't say too much because spoiler alert like it's still new but you know when when Michael Jordan drops the f bomb, oh. he just reached a whole new level of cool to me because it was like it was funny, it was real. But and we it was looked on at each TV. other. But yeah, and, and the thing about Michael Jordan dropping the f bomb is is look, I know he's human, I know he does things like that, but to hear it on TV, we just looked at each other. And like, I was like, did he just say that? Like, is like this not on ESPN? I'm so confused. I didn't even think about it being on ESPN. Yeah. There's like, a lot of f bombs in there for that. Yeah, a lot. Especially, well, this epi- this what was it, episode number three that yeah. we just watched? Yeah, yeah, that one had a lot, but it was really good. I got hooked. I was like, kind of on the fence, episode one and two, and by on the fence, I mean like I wasn't really paying attention. But episode Shocker. three, I was hooked. So now I can't wait. Um, did you ever watch sports? Did you like watch basketball and stuff back then? Not really. I'm more I mean, of a football, you're the age no. that you remember, like Michael Jordan, and yeah, I'm and more guys. of a football fan oh yeah that's right broncos go broncos yes, Go Broncos! did I'm we so tell excited. that story about me telling your grandma as a broncos fan yeah okay and you wouldn't lie to my grandma would you absolutely not go broncos <laughs> um but <laughs> i couldn't care less about the nfl i know that's why you're a broncos fan everybody was so just excited that they had the nfl draft and i'm like man can you imagine you know 10 years from now 20 years from now when those guys have kids and they're talking about the draft to them and it's like well, yeah, I was sitting at my neighbor's house uh, while the commissioner was in his basement. I could just, it sucks for those guys because that's such a big event, such a big ordeal. But not all of them go every year, right? Like you see the videos no, of them. No, they only at get home. drafted one time. <laughs> they, they only go 
once. That's it's not a, what I meant. It's like graduation. That's not what I it's, meant. It's exactly what you meant. No, I meant not all of the athletes that are up for, right. for the draft go right. to Correct. the actual draft. A lot of them stay home. Right. Yeah, I mean, that that's right. But so, the majority of the high-profile athletes, why did you flip me off? Because you're trying to make me sound like I don't know what I'm talking no. about, and I do. Okay, yeah. The majority of the high-profile uh, athletes will go to the draft and be there. Quarantine together, they said. It's yeah, it sounds like, I wonder how many people have gotten divorced during all this. A lot. I heard, like, the divorce rates are up, like, high. Divorce is expensive. It's so crazy. It's so expensive, like, monetarily and emotionally. You know why things are expensive? Why? Because they're worth it. That's okay. What, that's what I, okay. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't understand that whole divorce thing. It's, I've seen, like, I, a, I get it. I've People seen celebrities and stuff come out saying they're getting divorced. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, that's it's so much more sad when no, a celebrity I didn't gets mean divorced it like that. Than it I'm is. just saying like everybody's affected. Like I feel like the quarantine like really just answered a lot of questions. Like they you keep like seeing you're not going to come out of this the same. Either you are going to be better or different or whatever and it's so true. Yeah. I I think that while everybody's living in fear, I think now's the time to really invest in yourself and this is i kept talking about this on the instagram live and it's like look what's stopping you like no matter what it is in the world you want to do what's stopping you right now there's nothing that's stopping you from putting a plan together for the rest of your life and and not leaving this earth with a regret you're looking at me like what are you talking about um case in point like if 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 you're working a job that you're miserable when you get home and you've always wanted to be a musician, now's the time to sit down and grab a guitar or sit in front of the piano or, or any of that stuff. Like, Start working towards that dream or that goal. If you wanted to be a bull rider, now's the time to get off your ass and go get in the practice pen, go to work, and like chase those dreams. If you are ever going to uh, invest in yourself, whether it's physically, emotionally, spiritually, um, business-wise, right now is the time to do it. Like the world literally shut down so that you can reevaluate your life and decide what you really want to do moving forward. Well, and not only that, but like we live in a time where you can like opportunity and availability is at your fingertips with your phone. Like if you don't know yeah, how to do exactly. something, you can Google it, YouTube it, and teach yourself. Figure out how. Or you can, if you want someone to hear you sing, make a video and post it on Instagram, mm -hmm. post it on YouTube. I mean, it's like really, there's no. And, and, and who cares what everybody thinks? That's what held me up for so long in a lot of things. And, and even, even today, you know, we've got a business idea and, and we're going to, we're going to start a new business, you and I. And, um, it's a business idea that comes from wanting to help other people, mm -hmm. um, Obviously, with any business venture, you want to gain financially, but at the end of the day, it's it's to help other people get what we believe they deserve. And so, 
instead of just talking about it and continue to talk about it, man, that's a really good idea and wait for somebody else to do it. Like we're, we're, we've got to jump in and do it right now. Right. Now's the time. Yeah. You, you have to. And so I'm begging you right now, if, if it's anything, I mean, and it sucks because there's a lot of people out there that have lost their jobs. A lot of people that have been struggling for the last few weeks and I, you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Like I'm well, telling and you, the light like is has there. they are watching their dreams of maybe like a small business or something, lights being shut off, and the thought of never turning back on. I mean, right. it's scary right now, but keep pushing forward. Right. Yeah. W- whatever it is, just keep keep putting one foot in front of the other, and that's easier said than done for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And I completely, completely understand. And our life is no way near perfect. Um which is why we're talking about this. We're talking about doing some other things. We're talking about taking a risk because at the end of the day, why not? Why live safe? A lot of people are living safe and they're going to realize one day that living scared or living quote unquote safe doesn't always really feel like living. I'm bad at that. Me too. Me too. And that, and that's, I say this for us as much as I do for anybody that might be listening to this. Like we need it as much as anybody. Yeah. Um, I think that's a lot of a lot of my podcast when I get on those rabbit holes where it's like talking about positivity or talking about having faith in things. Like I get to talking to myself more than I talk to yeah. an audience. It's like a, you're just having your own little therapy session. Sometimes, yeah. I do that when I'm like driving or something. It's like what we've talked about on social media so many times. Like a lot of the stuff we do for, you know, like if we're posting pictures from the gym or something and you know, the guys, they always give me crap about it, but it's like, it's none of your business. I'm not posting that shit for you. That's that, that, that's for me. That's accountability for me. And that's for the few people that reach out this, that, you know, send us a message and they're like, Hey, really helped me get through the day. Or, you know, I appreciate what you guys are doing. It's, It's motivating. And think about that. If, there's one person in the world that benefits from your positivity or from you chasing something you've always wanted to do. And even if that one person in the world that benefits is you, who gives a damn about anybody else? Right. It's so much easier said than done, though. I mean, we struggle with it still. Yeah. I do. But that's why like, we need to continue to motivate each other. And so if if you're listening to this right now, stop being one of those assholes that says, oh, well, old Joe Blow down the street, he thinks he's going to make it big time as a musician. You know, who cares? They're chasing their dream. Um, Pat them on the back. Or leave them alone. Or just, yeah, stay away. (laughs) It's that simple. Like, if you go out of your way to talk crap to somebody or just try and make them feel bad about themselves, like, what? All all that does is show... People that there's something wrong with you. Like See it all the time in politics. Yeah. Like the little keyboard warriors and yeah. people that think they're tough jump on all the time. Look, if you don't agree with somebody, just keep scrolling. Yeah. Like it's that, it's literally that simple. Unless you can actually have a, a an adult conversation with somebody about how each of you believe in your ideology, just shut the hell up. Yeah. Like I guess so. Anyways. Yeah, I get frustrated with it. Um, I just, I can't anyways. stand it. It's it's cowardice. Um, but anyways, no, use this time. Like, I, I really, really, really think that 
the majority of society is going to come through this on the other side way better than they were when we started. Well, already I'm like looking back like, dang, I wish I would have done this or that because I would have been finished by now or I would have been better off. Like I heard early on something about like, take this time to learn a new language or learn a new instrument. Like you could have done it, you know? And I'm like, I should have learned because I have like this true, true desire to learn Portuguese. <clears throat> okay. What? <laughs> what? Nothing. What? No, no so what? do I. And I I've <laughs> Why been, did you look no, at me like I, that? I've been wanting, I, I didn't know that about you. I've been wanting to learn Portuguese for probably eight, ten years because I'm, like, I'm around so many guys that speak it. Well, what has it been? Like seven, eight weeks? I feel like we could have had a really good like start on it but that's where started and that's what started this whole conversation was you know i think we've used our time wisely because since we've started this whole thing you and i the wait what whole thing like our relationship or the quarantine no this whole thing back you know a a little over a year ago Uh uh-huh um it's been almost like painful for you to say that shut up (laughs) so so for what feels like years we just would fly to the same place or to an event or, you know, it would be a weekend whenever we could, a couple mm-hmm. of days whenever we could. Mm-hmm. Now you live here and it's been go, 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 go. Since you moved here in November, mm-hmm. it's been nonstop. Mm-hmm. And January, February, March, like it was every single weekend. Yeah, we spent more time on planes and hotels than yeah. I did in Oklahoma. And so why I say I think we've used our time wisely is because we haven't really had any time at home. We haven't really had any time just us. It's it's been an event here or the gym or you know there it's it's always been around other people and we've spent time at home having dinner. Uh, hanging out with the dogs, going for walks, just talking about random things. And, and I feel like that's how we've bettered our relationship is just the time that we've got to spend together. I hear a lot of like a lot of husbands and wives saying that right now. Like I needed the time at home. Like we needed we needed time together. Yeah. So it's been good. Like a little regroup. Yeah. Ours wasn't really a regroup. It was just like this is. Quality. Like, here's a crash course in spending every single day with each other. Yeah. Um, I, let's I don't see know. if you can like handle maybe it. God was like, you sure you want to do this? Like, let's just figure it out. Mm. But I think it's been good. You think? I mean, I think it's been good. Okay. Yeah. No, it's it's, it's been good. Um, thing What's that your was, favorite part? Honestly, the leaving the phones in the house or... Um, not answering them and pretending they were in the house when we would just go on walks, like our little walk through the pasture, mm-hmm. um, drives. We've, you know, gas is stupid cheap, stupid cheap. And that sucks. Cause like everybody's excited about all oh, gas is a dollar 20 or a dollar 25. But when you understand the reality I'm the person of that. that always looks behind the curtain and I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, gas is cheap, but how many people just lost their jobs right. because they're in the oil and gas industry? But we're taking advantage of it and going on drives, which is so funny because like all we ever did was travel. Right. And now that we're home, we just there's times where we do some of our best brainstorming in the car. Yeah. Well, it is different because it's not like we're driving to a destination. We just drive aimlessly. We, we, Mostly we, to Chick-fil-A. We drive. <laughs> 
We drive 30 minutes to Shout go Chick fil A. Um, but we, we have just, we've driven a lot of places that I haven't been since I was a kid. We've gotten to see a lot of this part of the world, mm-hmm. which is home mm-hmm. to me and now home to you that I haven't got to see in a long time because mm-hmm. it's constantly been leaving. And so uh, I think that people sometimes don't realize how much change is happening right underneath their feet. And for me, there's been a lot of stuff changed that I didn't realize had changed, but it's because I spend so much time traveling other you, places that well, I, I miss. that it. and when you're home, you just go from here to the gym. Yeah. Like I literally have a path from my house to the, to the gym. <laughs> yeah, you don't branch office. out. Yeah. I don't, because my time at home isn't, this is not a woe is me type thing either. I'm no, very, it's, very fortunate. Yeah. The whole point of me saying this is is I hope you guys are taking this time to um, really kind of look around at what you've been missing, you know, in, in yeah, that instead hustle of and bustle. Feeling like looking at the negatives, like, oh my gosh, I, you know, the world's shutting down and, and all this stuff, which is isn't something to ignore, but look at the positives. Look at what you're getting. Look at what you're gaining. You are getting time with your family that you wouldn't get. And in, you know, sooner or later, you will look back and be like, I am so thankful for that time. Like, we got to go on a little drive. Mm-hmm. And it was, I mean, with your parents. And it was just, it's one of those things that we probably won't get to do very often, but so grateful and thankful that we got to. And that would have never happened if we were working. Yeah. I mean, we went and uh, we ended up driving by like where my dad spent a little bit of his childhood, which I know he hasn't been over there in years. And I I think he was pretty excited and kind of, you know, uh, enjoyed getting to go see that. Mm -hmm. We made a a pass through, um, just some places I had, like I said, I hadn't been since I was a lot younger, ended up where my mom grew up and, you know, where I spent a lot of summers as a child, which is, you know, two hours away. I don't ever go over there. I don't, I don't have time to swing through there. And, um, that's where we actually, that, that's what we did for our anniversary. <laughs> yeah. Our, our, one, year our anniversary. One, one year since our first date, which I learned a little bit about, um, <laughs> the week of, <laughs> which is funny, but. Um, yeah, cause I thought you were just on your way from Colorado to Texas and sliding through Tulsa and it was convenient. Nope. Didn't realize you were psycho stalker. Rude. Who had went all the way to Texas and decided to come back to Tulsa. Aren't you glad I did? Yeah. I don't blame you though. I mean, okay. look at me. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> no, he's not. We were just talking about uh, another podcast we listened to and, um, like I really like both the people on the podcast and would love to do a podcast with them, but there's times where the guy just comes across as a total douchebag. <laughs> Are you worried that you're coming across yes, like a douchebag right I, now? I am. That's why I said <laughs> no. I'm with just your kidding. hat I'm just backwards, I'm just, like I'm just kidding. Look like, at me. Like I don't want to come across as a douchebag um, because I, I'm sure he's a really, really good guy. But there's times, you know what I'm saying? He just comes across as like, eh. Rubs you the wrong way. <laughs> yeah. Or Oh, yeah. So anyways, our uh, one-year anniversary we spent with my parents, which was awesome. It really was. Like, it really was awesome. Uh, we I ended up taking you to the very first Sonic drive-in, the oh. nation's first Sonic drive-in. 
I am a lucky girl. That's right. <laughs> and let me just tell you, I'm a Sonic fan, okay? We have them in Colorado. I like Sonic, but I know they're, they've been super busy because it's like one of the only restaurants open and whatever, but it was terrible. They're America's drive-in, and they're an Oklahoma-based company. It was terrible. No, it wasn't. It, you, Yours you, was it. You shut Mine. your mouth because one day Sonic's going to sponsor this podcast, <laughs> No, and it's going to be amazing. No, I love Sonic, but this time, like, they, but in their defense, my order's always weird. It's so weird. It is like you, you, it's not just Sonic. Everywhere you go, you I don't order like, something weird. No, I just don't like condiments. So, like, if I get a cheeseburger, I get it with no sauce or dry. That's not that hard. No, it's just, just weird. I mean, and that's a lot of calories I'm and, saving. And salads with no dressing. It's funny because uh, that was the whole thing. This whole quarantine time, we're going to count our macros, and which we've done, <laughs> yeah. I think we've done relatively good, but we've also. Eating way more Sonic. I found a new appreciation. I, I, I re, <laughs> renewed my love for Sonic Drive-In. Sonic well, was one of my favorite places as a kid. And it's like, I, I went years without it. And that's like a bad breakup. And then back. once you run into your ex that one time at that bar, you <laughs> just back. can't get enough of it. Oh, Lord. What's your Sonic order? Uh, depends. Like Today. if it's like if you're gonna go right if I'm now. trying yeah if I'm going right now probably the number one cheeseburger and onion rings which is just a regular <laughs> cheeseburger what <laughs> why did you <laughs> why were you like embarrassed to say that I don't know you, it's like why the hell are we talking about well I would order at Sonic on a podcast that's interesting I I'm gonna bet the majority if anybody's still listening to this crap right now they probably don't think it's that interesting okay, when I order well, at Sonic. So, number one. Yeah. Wait, what sauce do you like? Mayonnaise. Like, there's nothing else. There's no okay. reason to do anything no. else. I mean, I can eat ketchup on literally everything, but. Okay. What about the other stuff? No. You don't need the other stuff. Don't do you even start. Don't even start. <laughs> do you want to talk about it? Yeah. Look, I hate. I, okay. I well, hate. Let me just fill you in because Matt can't say it out loud or, or, it's, it's that or bad. think about it because. He's like literally drinking water right now, so he doesn't gag. But and I have never really figured out why, but he has a weird thing with mustard. It's, it's like you literally the most disgusting thing ever created. <laughs> he can't see it, smell it, think about it, touch it, anything, or he really grosses out. And yeah. so it's really funny. So when I was in college, um, my roommate thought it would be fun while I was in in the class. Class. one time you went to class no whatever i was in junior college and we had uh practice and i was you know i was in the building and i come out and i go to get in my car and they have taken those little packets and opened them and spread them all underneath the door handle of my car <laughs> mind you it's august in oklahoma it's probably 105 110 degrees and it's been a long day it's five o'clock in the evening six o'clock in the evening I walk out to get in my car, and that's on the handle. And, ugh. <laughs> I was waiting for it. I knew he, I knew he was going to start gagging, thinking about it. Anyway. Anyways, I, I stood in the street puking for what felt like hours. How did you get past it? Like, How did you eventually get in your car? I had to go back in the building. I had to go to the bathroom. With tears in my eyes, like my face was red. I legit threw up in the parking lot. I had to go back in 
and I had to wash my hands. I had to, oh, it's a thousand <laughs> like, degrees in here all of a sudden. Like I'm burning up. Fanning himself. Um, yeah, had to. <laughs> I had to use paper towels to get in. And were you so mad? Oh, I was so mad. Okay, can like I don't want people to like jokingly send you mustard and stuff. Like no, because I'll punch you in the face. Yeah, like I just, promise you. I just <laughs> I will punch you in the face. I wanted not to- you, Megan. But if anyone tries to put mustard on me, I promise you I will punch you it's in the like face. It's like a legit thing. Like so I you've tried been to, warned. Yeah. I tried to mess with him because I didn't think it was that serious, but he... Wrong. Yeah. I was wrong. Very wrong. <laughs> very, very wrong. Um, yeah, I don't know. Anyways, that made me think of something else, and I, I don't remember... Oh, yeah. Uh, another time, more recently, that I... Spent some time gagging and and throwing up was oh, uh, just the other day when your dog took a shit on me. Okay, that's a little dramatic. It's it's the truth. No, <laughs> the big dog Burris. Burris is a hundred and thirty pound Doberman. Yes, who thinks he's a lap dog? Yes. And while I'm sitting in the floor comforting the hundred and five pound Doberman because that's scared of storms, it's raining. Uh huh. The male decides to sit on my leg. Mm-hmm. As he sits on my leg, he lets out a squeaker. Uh-huh. And I think to myself, man, that was like a wet fart. <laughs> then he slides down off of my leg, and as he slides <laughs> off my leg, I look down and notice there are skid marks <laughs> on my leg. Oh, my gosh. As I'm noticing it, my hand's going through it. Eh. That's not cool. <laughs> Y'all, okay, so I just made dinner when I was like, I always make dinner and then I make Matt's plate and I take it to him in the living room. Which, by the way, <laughs> she's spoiled. She only does that because <laughs> my love language is acts of service. Go back to the Valentine's Day episode. It's not like I require her to do it to live under my uh, authority or whatever. <laughs> It's like what she does it out of she does it out of the kindness of her heart. Holy crap! I am a douchebag. Anyways, anyways, I made dinner and I made Matt's plate and I took it to him and he was super excited about it and I was like, oh, okay, sweet. Well, I noticed the storm was rolling in, so I was like, I'm gonna run out and feed the horse before it rains. And so I feed Matt in his chair and everything's good. I go outside. When I come back in, Matt is like nowhere to be found, and I see his plate sitting by his chair. The TV's on, like everything's normal except Matt's like missing. And I was like, "What is happening?" And both dogs were in the living room, and I was like, "What's going on?" And so as I go further into the house, I hear the water running in the in our bathroom. And so I go into Which our bedroom. We, I mean, we have a really big bathtub. It's like yeah, it's like a huge like bathtub. Um, but so I go into the bedroom and I see Matt sitting on the edge of the bathtub with like one leg in the bathtub and one leg out and he's got the water running and he's like hunched over. And my first thought was like, oh my God, like somehow he's cut himself or something and he's like bleeding. Like I freak out and I run in there and I was like, what is wrong? Like, are you okay? And he like gives me the hand, like go away, like shoes me away. And I was like, what? (laughs) what what's wrong i didn't feel like talking (laughs) 
<laughs> and about that time, that's when he's like gagging. And he finally kind of gets out, um, your dog shit on me. <laughs> so then look, I, I start laughing. Mad. I, I haven't been mad. <laughs> and I, and looking back at it, I wasn't mad, but that's that's the closest I've been to being mad at the dog. <laughs> so then I start laughing because I'm like, he's throwing this big of a fit over. Like, because I'm like, surely Burris legit didn't squat down. Because the dog down farts and, all the time. Yeah, he farts. Like, he has massive like, gas. It's it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. He I mean, I lived down. with drunks in college that didn't <laughs> fart and smell as bad as your dog does. Bad. And, and now the female, the fir- like for the first few months, the female was like super awesome. And now she's apparently comfortable in our relationship enough that she just starts letting them out while she's sitting on my lap, which is weird because I still don't fart in front of you. And uh, <laughs> you the dogs of. just let it go. It's like... Like he came into the relationship not given a crap. No. He didn't care. No. Barton from day one. Yeah. She held off for like months until yeah. just recently. She's gotten comfortable. She's gotten apparently comfortable <laughs> enough to start squeaking them out oh, at will. Gosh. But it was, it was, it was, oh, it was fun. horrifying. It was not, it was not that big of a deal. It was so bad. Y'all. I have a weak stomach. Mm-hmm. I always used to make fun of my dad when I was a kid because. You know, he had a weak stomach. And so I, I'm the guy that would sit in the back of the car when when I knew he was, like, when I knew he wasn't feeling good, I'm the kid that would sit in the back of the car and go, <laughs> just just to try to make him throw up. And, and I thought now, it was hilarious. And now you can do it to where you gross yourself out. Yeah, now I realize what an asshole I was yeah, as a kid. Was? Oh. As a kid. Oh. Like, my parents, uh, they'll, probably, they'll probably back me up on this. They probably should have whipped me a lot more when i was a kid yeah what do you mean yeah yeah <laughs> yes they should have it's why what I mean. because you're you're uh what you're, go ahead say it you're special fine yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> you are kind of spoiled you just self-admitted that you bring me my dinner yeah, but what if you I cook, didn't? You fix my plate. If you didn't, I don't know. Like you'd probably be homeless. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just. I'm one of those guys. I feel bad about it. Okay. I, hush your With mouth. Your you feet know something. Up, just loving life, watching first forty eight. Look, I have tried food and tried you. and tried and tried to offer to help, and you're always like, "Yeah, no, just just go ahead, get out of here." Because your way of helping is standing in the kitchen eating the stuff I'm cooking. No, it's ruining not. When dinner. you don't give me a job. I'm like a horse. I need a job. Like, you have to give me a job. Oh, my gosh. You have to give me a purpose. Well, keep the dogs out of the kitchen. Uh, Yeah, that's not going to happen. Uh, So, you know, since we've been quarantined together and we've been together every single day yeah. except for this weekend. Yeah. What have you learned about me? Oh, what did I learn about you? We we talked about this the other day, and there was something that came to mind that I was like, oh, um, mm, that's a really good question. What have you learned about me? A lot. Yeah. Yeah. Share. Um, that you <laughs> are super like. I don't know really what the word is. I don't want to say scatterbrained, 
that fits. But like we can legit be in conversation about something and you're like totally off the subject and go down a whole different road. And my wheels turn yeah. a lot. And I feel like you do better like with a schedule, but you won't schedule your day out. Like if I made you a schedule every day, you would probably maybe halfway stick to it. I would try. And, and like we, we've tried that and I've planned to do that. And every time we have a schedule, something completely out of nowhere <laughs> pops up and yeah. changes our plan. Yeah. And I feel like that's God's way of telling me, hey, stop trying to schedule your life and just live it. Maybe I'm wrong. But I, I feel know. like I do way better with the schedule. Like right. I stick to a routine every day. I get up and do the same thing because if I don't, I feel like I notice myself I'm frustrated, so then I turn around and I'm probably like annoying or frustrating to you, and then we aren't really on the same page. Well, and that's one of the big things that like it took me time to say, okay, that's the way it is, is like, I don't know, I always felt like we had to go to the gym together because when we were on the road in the beginning and we Mm -hmm. didn't live together, it was like, that was one of the things that we did. That's how we, you know, we would spend time together because... We were in some random city and we'd go find a really cool gym. Well, when we're home, I guess we don't we don't have to do that. We don't have to be on the same schedule. So it's okay for you to get up and go at 5 or 5.30 in the morning and me roll in to my workout at like <laughs> mid-morning, 10 o'clock. I've also learned that, I don't know, for the first few hours of the morning, you're not really coherent and don't remember much. Which is crazy because in... in you can't argue with this. When I'm on the road, I'm a morning person. Like, I want to get up early. I want to get to a gym. And as soon as I get to the gym, let's get to work. See, but that's where I go back to thinking you're better on a schedule because you know you have things to do that afternoon. It, there's some truth And so you're like, I need to, like, you know, this is where my workout fits in, so I'm going to fit it in. Yeah. Whereas like, or when, when I'm you're home, home, I know I'm going to be in the office all day yeah, anyways. Yeah, you're just like, well, I can figure it out because I can go anytime and that kind of thing. And I don't think necessarily you are more like you're better or worse on a schedule. I just feel like there's days where we go to bed and we're like, we didn't get anything done today. Yeah. And then it's like, I feel bad because I'm like, I should be better at helping you figure out a schedule. But then at the same time, it's like, well, let's take this opportunity to hang out with your parents or lay on the floor with the dogs during the storm because there's going to be days where we don't get to do that. Yeah. I feel like this podcast has turned into <laughs> just our own little therapy session. Like it's us just Maybe. pretending we're talking to an audience and it's really just us talking to each other. Yeah. Saying things we don't take time, which is okay. I'm okay with it um, because I know there's people that if they made it this far in the podcast, there's people that need to to stop and talk to each other and say, look, these are things that, because I, I mean, I know there's people that have been married for years and years and years that still don't have great communication skills. We joke about it all the time about that love language test, but it really genuinely has helped uh, the way that we interact on a day-to-day basis. I think the love language test and how we started, like since we started our right. relationship, yeah long distance, which we've the talked only about. thing we had was communication. So we learned how to communicate. And then the love language test was just a, I mean, it, it, still people like I talk to people, I talk to my friends back at home and stuff like that. And some of them are struggling with relationships. And I'm like, 
Have you done the love language test? Because it legit is a game changer. Because unless you're speaking the same language or know each other's language, you can't communicate. And so, like, for real, and don't think you have to go read the book or whatever. You can take the Just quiz. Just take the quick and little take, test. Yeah, it takes 10 minutes. And, and it's, guys, guys, I'm, I'm talking to the men. Um, stop trying to be tough. Like, stop pretending that you're too cool for this kind of shit because, like, if you're too cool to take 10 minutes out of your day to take some quote-unquote silly little quiz to talk about your love language, then you're not putting everything you can into your relationship. And I'm telling you that as a grown-ass man that if you don't have enough guts to take 10 minutes to learn something about your relationship and how you can be a better boyfriend or husband, then you're wasting your time. More importantly, you're wasting that lady's time mm-hmm. because it's a genuine way to help yeah. communication. Like it's a baseline <laughs> for communication. Yeah. It's that powerful, honestly. Because but. I'm very much an action speak louder than words type of guy in, in almost every facet of my life. Like, to, to for me to see something um or to truly understand or appreciate something I gotta see it like it's got to be shown to me uh you can tell me that the sky is blue all day long but until I see it for myself you know until you open a window and I can see it then it's it just doesn't work and you need to be told you know <laughs> that the sky is blue <laughs> like I say that no but you need to know you need to be told I guess, yeah, you're right. The sky mm-hmm. is blue. Mm-hmm. Your words words of affirmation, yeah. which is um seriously, take the time to do it. <clears throat> yeah, it's awesome. We we joke about it a lot, but anyways, we we joke about a lot of things. What else you want to talk about? Um do you want to talk about ticks? <laughs> <laughs> uh they're everywhere. No, I don't really want to talk about them, but <laughs> since you did pull one off of my Hi, um me. yeah. The, the thing I've been trying to build up during this quarantine, been squatting like crazy. A booty. That's, uh, I've learned that you truly have made a commitment to this whole love language thing. That's the thing that I and everyone on social media have learned the most about Megan is you have truly invested in this love language. Why? And Why do my, you say that? Mine being acts of service. Why? Because... Uh, everybody that follows me on Instagram at Matt L West saw you just a couple of days ago shaving my back in the backyard. <laughs> oh my gosh! I cannot oh. tell you how many DMs, how many text messages I got from guys going, "Yep, my wife does the same thing," or from ladies going, "Oh, I got to do that shit for my husband once a month," and blah blah. blah. Like it was That's hilarious how that connected to people. It was like. Oh my God, this is amazing that people just, um, well, I mean, it's real life. It's real. Yeah. Shave your back, pull ticks out of your hiney. Straight off the ass. <laughs> I had a tick. I was like laying in bed and he comes over and he's all, Hey, um, he just got out of the shower, I think. And he's all, Hey, is this a blood blister or a tick? And I'm just getting ready to get in the shower. And yeah. mind you, I'm from Colorado. We have ticks, but they're not like here. Like I've never had a tick on me. I've never had to take a tick off of an animal, anything like that. But I've, you know, I've seen them obviously, but he's all, 
is this a tick or a blood blister? And I'm like laying in bed watching friends like, oh my gosh, is he really doing this right now? And he like comes over and he <laughs> he shows me and I'm like, it's a blood blister. And then like, I just kind of glanced like out of the corner of my eye and I saw legs and I was like, oh, it's a tick. And I was, and so then he's all, what do we do? And I was like, we burn them. Cause I thought you burned, <laughs> I thought you burned them. And so I'm like, oh my gosh, I'll help you. Like, hold on a second. And I go into the bathroom and he's got a leg up. <laughs> he's got a leg up in the lighter. And I was like, stop, stop. Like, I will do this for you. And um, I ended up using my good tweezers and plucked it out of his hiney. And then we lit it on fire. So anyways, <laughs> that has been the podcast. We will not be returning. Uh, and I, That's real life. I'm not going to be able to show my face again. <laughs> Ever. You're more embarrassed about the tick than you are the back shaving? Oh, yeah. Why? Because I don't know. The way you described it about how I had one leg hiked up on the sink. Well, <laughs> oh, like, that's true. Like uh, it was like some <laughs> homoerotic video. It's just not. Well, okay. Is anything I said false? I'm sure somewhere in there there was some things that could be ruled as inaccurate. Like what? I don't know. I tuned it out. I wasn't really listening. Rude. I was trying not to relive the whole, hey, look at my butt. I think there's a little animal. And to there. be fair, it was like on the outside of his leg. Yeah. It wasn't like deep. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> that's the last time I ever ask you if you want to talk about anything. That's ridiculous. Oh hey, um, question. Did we ever talk about our um character experience in Cheyenne on this I podcast? Don't know. I don't know. Well, because I did an Instagram story yesterday because I was out in the pasture looking for sticks to make a poster frame. <laughs> out in the pasture looking for sticks well, to make Hobby a... Lobby you Co. really are one of the girls from Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> Which, by the way, Matt hates that show and I love it. I don't it. hate it. It's just like a thousand years old. I love it. Okay. Like I watched the episode last week where Laura had the raccoon and got bit. While Anyways. I was gone, mind yeah. you. Yeah, anyways, um, I was out there looking for like old barn wood or, you know, sticks or something to make a poster frame because I want to hang that picture up because it's so good. You know the lumber yards are open. You could just make I one. I don't, no, I don't want to make one like that. Like I want an like cool looking one. Out of sticks. Okay. <laughs> if you say so. <laughs> but I was like talking about it and I was like, I wonder if we've talked about that on the podcast because we were so excited. Yeah. That was our first event that you like made it public, made me public. You say that like I had you hidden in the rooms and stuff. Like, No, I'd never been to an event with you. Okay. All right. Ever. Right. But it was July and we had been kind of together for a long time before that anyways no no it wasn't a long time like we went on our first date easter weekend yeah that's april april may there's only like may and june between then and july so that's not like a long time okay anyways <laughs> anyways so we go to uh he brings me to cheyenne frontier days and we decide to go wandering through um, the vendors, mm -hmm. and we see this guy doing a character picture drawing thing. Yeah. And what made you decide we should do one? I don't know. Uh, we had a little time to kill, 
And I just thought it would be cool because the the picture he was drawing of the gentleman that was in the chair, I thought, oh, that's that's pretty good. We'll we'll do it. And I looked at some of the others on the wall that were up in his booth, and I was like, damn, he's he's really talented. Like he's nailed it on some of these celebrities and everything. Which, by the way, looking back now, I think was a lie, and I don't think any of those pictures were ones that he had drawn. Come to think of it, because I was like, man, that. The one he's doing right now looks really, really good comparative to the guy sitting in the chair. And then we sat there. And while we're like getting it done, people are walking by and they're like, oh my gosh. Yeah, they were like, this is so amazing. Which is how I felt about the guy before us. And like people were standing watching and it was like this big thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be the best thing ever. Like... So excited we can hang it on the wall and remember our first like event together. Then all we this. get done. <laughs> then we get done. And he And turned. I realized that I look exactly like the guy in the chair before us. <laughs> it was so it bad. It was exactly the same. Actually, like he drew the same picture and then made you almost the same person with longer hair. It's so bad. It's but it's so, so bad. bad that it's so good. Like I want to hang it above the toilet. That's <laughs> over the toilet or yes, on the wall behind the toilet. Weird because I thought it belonged in the toilet. <laughs> no, we have to keep that. Oh yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. It's it'll so be, cute. Anyways. It'll be great when people come over and they're like, who the hell are those people? <laughs> like who drew the bad cartoon? No, think he, it, wrote he was our a really, really nice guy on it. Huh? I think our names are on it. Matt and Megan. I don't know. Anyways, y'all come over and check it out in the bathroom. <laughs> Did you just invite everybody to our house? Yeah, why not? I, I don't think that's a thing. I'm going to have the gate locked. Okay. Um, No, but it, it, it was fun, and it has been fun. It's been quarantined. The The cool thing about um the the recent events is we actually did go back to work, and I say we, uh, PBR, the PBR CEO, Sean Gleason, uh, and the entire management team put together a very extensive protocol for all of us to return to work, which was cool. Not just to be the first sport live back in competition and on television, but because there's a lot of us that work as independent contractors. And, and you know, I joke a lot and I kind of stay lighthearted about a lot of things when it comes to all of this. But at the end of the day, we're just like everybody else. We've been out of work. Uh, obviously none of my jobs are considered essential. Um, so we've been without income too. And I, I learned a long time ago, the best way to deal with those intense moments for me is to make light of them. Um, I've also, as an adult learned that I'm not always right about everything. Wait, what? Yeah, I know. I say that again. I know. Uh, it's hard to believe. Um, but, but I have really, really good friends that I can, you know, have conversations with and, and guys that, that, you know, hold me accountable. Um, and I think that that's something that the world is, is not doing. I feel like a lot of people think they're holding others accountable when really they need to look in the mirror. Um, but you know, I, I put out the podcast about when all this stuff popped up i was uneducated i didn't know you know and 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 it's amazing how quickly things change a week later i had a completely different outlook on it now a month later i have an even different outlook on it and um the thing that i'm i'm really sticking to my guns on is that you cannot live a life in fear because if you're not living 
uh, or if you're living in fear, you're really not living. Right. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. Like if you're scared to go out of your house, if you're scared to, you know, hug your family, then you're not living a quality life. And people are going to say, well, if you, you know, if you are being ignorant and not playing it safe, then you're going to die. Look, I want all of my loved ones to play it safe, but I don't want to waste a day because God knows how many we have. So, um, I'm not telling everybody to go out and do anything stupid or crazy or, or not adhere to the provisions that have been set forth by different governments, local, state, you know, national, whatever it is. But man, just don't, don't live your life in fear. That comes to, you know, going to the grocery store. That, that means business. That means chasing dreams. Like just don't be scared to get out and do shit in life. Maybe that's a t-shirt. Get out and do shit um, in life. <laughs> I'm doing it. I'm do making it. a t-shirt that says get out and do shit in life. Okay. And we're going to sell like three of them. It's oh, going to be yeah. awesome. Yeah. Okay. But what else as we get ready to wrap it up? Um, I I'm I know I'm personally thankful and grateful. Uh, it was cool to see the PBR on ESPN Sports Center because that's something I've long been wanting to happen and so i hope these guys start to get the recognition i think they deserve but anyways uh wrapping it up you got anything else you want to talk about no i don't think so i mean no not embarrassing that, stories i mean no i'll save some for later okay so yeah save some for later yeah. we're gonna start pumping out a few more podcasts um hope everybody's doing good hope everybody's continuing to be safe uh stay safe we are living in a crazy crazy world right now I was going to talk more about um, the event as a whole, but maybe I'll do another podcast that just talks about getting back to work and and my feelings and thoughts on that. We really didn't touch on it much this week, so um, maybe we'll do that here in another episode really, really soon. But you want to say bye? Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's Megan. I'm Matt. Uh, Appreciate you guys listening. If you made it this far and you're not already, make sure you follow us both on social media. I'm Matt L. West. You are? At Megan underscore Richards underscore underscore. Stop. At Megan. Megan underscore Richards underscore underscore. Okay, cool. And there's nothing wrong with that. Underscore. Matt L. West, uh, the podcast you are listening to is uh, a whole lot of fun for us, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, do me a favor, cruise over and drop a little review. One of those star ratings, five star, obviously, continues to help us with our ratings, and which helps us continue to uh, push this podcast out as frequently as we possibly can. If you don't like it, actually, if you do like it, leave a, a review. Uh, tell me what you like, what you don't like about it. If you don't like it, uh, mind your business. Keep scrolling. <laughs> keep, keep scrolling. Just keep on moving. No, hey, keep if you don't like scrolling. it, that's fine, too. We want to hear from you. I am an equal opportunity review reader. We're going to start re- reading a couple of those reviews as they pop in. And so um, keep that in mind. What are you laughing at? I just at? like reading reviews of things. I do, too. We've got a whole podcast full of reviews we're going to get to very, very soon. It's going to be a fun one. A uh, lot of fun stuff coming up. Thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for continuing to subscribe to the podcast. And uh, hey, thanks for being you. Don't forget every day is an opportunity to get better. And um, Where do you order it? We're going to continue 
to <laughs> make this podcast better and better. And as Megan says, wear deodorant, people. Or don't. Whatever. It's your choice. It's a free country. Yeah. See ya.